I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Today is simple. I want to tell you. I want to just talk to you about effort today. Just about effort. You know, it's, 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 it's a word that people use to describe uh, sometimes trying. But what I found out about trying is trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I tried. When the, and then everybody go, well, he tried. He, that was the best. Well, that's, that's not exactly true. That, that's, that's not exactly true, you all. And I, and I, and I want to talk to you about that because I don't want you to be one of the people who just tried. See, trying... I mean, I got to tell you, to, to attempt something, you're going to have to first try. But I want you to change your mindset from trying to getting it done. See, that's a, that's a big difference. I'm really more apt to listen to the person that says to me, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to try. What try does is it allows you to fail. It's the person that has the mindset that I'm going to get it done. It's the person who changes the complexion of things. I'm going to get it done is very different than I'm going to try. You know, look, man, I know, I know this sounds a little harsh, but, but you got to stop feeding yourself these little old wise sayings that ain't, it was a valiant try. Hey, man, you talk to anybody that took second place in the Super Bowl and see how they feel about their valiant try. The only way 
to gain God's real blessing is you have to try something. Steve, you're backpedaling. No, listen to me close. You have to put forth an effort to, to uh, allow God to put his finger on something to bless on your behalf. You must start to attempt. Now, in saying getting it done and I'm going to try, that's a different of two different faiths to me. That I'm just talking about me now. You may be different, so I, I, can't, I can't say this about you. But I can say this about me. If I say I'm going to get it done, I have a lot of faith in it. I am going to get it done because I just don't see failure as an option a lot of times. Now, if somebody says to me, like the Olympic team invited me out to curl one day, which is throw these stones on the ice. If you're not familiar with it, it's very simple. And so I said, Man, I'd like to give that a try. I went in full well knowing I may not come away from this little curling lesson as a person who could make the Olympic team. I just wanted to try it because I thought it looked cool and I always wanted to get it done. Well, I failed twice. I threw a stone completely into the other lane. I lost that little ice shoe. It shot out under me. But you know what? I kept trying, though. I kept trying until I got four of them stones in that circle right where I aimed. But now, had I given up after I failed, after I threw that stone in the other lane, after I shot my shoe down all the way to the bottom side, the little ice shoe they give me, I never would have did it. But because I was trying, something got me together a little bit because of my effort. And it caused me not to fall the next time, not to throw it in the other lane, not to shoot my shoe to the back of the wall. All of a sudden, my trying became something. Now, had I stayed out there and it wasn't so cold and I went back week after week after week after week, I promise you, I could get it done. I could at least know how to compete in a game of curling. Might not be the best, I might not win the championship, but I could have got it done to the point where I could have competed in a game of curling. So sometimes, if you're scared to say I'm going to get it done, just go out there and get started. You know, learn from every attempt that you make. See, don't quit writing yourself off as a failure every time something don't go right. When I fell on that ice, I could have said, man, I can't curl. But hold up, man, I'm watching four other women out here curl, four other dudes out here curling, little kids out here curling. Hold up, partner. You know, man. So I learned when I threw that stone on the other ice, when I when I fell, when, when my shoe shot off. I learned from every attempt a little bit more about it. And then I said to myself one point in time, man, I'm going to get this stone in that circle. I'm going to get this stone in this circle. And guess what? I got it done. Now, what you saying to me, Steve? I'm saying to you that you got to get started, that you got to put forth an effort. Give God something to bless. Oh, God, bless me. Oh, God, bless me. Bless you what? Bless you where? Bless you how? Stop basing your results on what you're thinking. You got to think higher. You get God in your life, man. He allows you to think higher. 
bigger, better, more. I'm sitting up here in my debt. I came up with a plan to get out of debt in five years. I came up with this plan, right? And I was sitting up and I was tripping on it. Now I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. And this, this is what I came up with. I said, God created heaven and earth, all of it. The mountains, the sky, the valleys, the oceans, trees, the birds, the Indian Ocean, all of it, made all of it in six days. And then he rested on the seventh. So why am I taking to God the five-year plan? If he can create heaven and earth in six days, why am I walking in there talking about help me in five years? How is it going to take God five years to get me out of debt and he made heaven and earth in six days? Do the math here, man. I ain't that big. You ain't that big. You ain't in that much trouble. I ain't in that much trouble. See, God got a way of showing you some things, man, but it's going to take some faith, and faith going to take some effort on your part. Man, get out and do something, man. You God will bless you a little bit and he'll give you a little bit more courage, and then all them attempts you making is going, and all this, oh, I'll try. You know what that turned into? I'm going to get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. Because trying to pay your rent and not paying your rent is two different things. You can, uh, you can try to pay your, pay your rent or you can get it done. Now, how long you think you're going to stay in that house trying? you got to go with the mindset of getting it done. And if you can put some stuff out there and give God a chance to put his finger on it and bless it for you, the most stuff he can do for you. Quit looking around at what everybody else got and go and get some of it for yourself, okay? All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to go down. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is live in living color this morning. The reason we say this show is in living color is because most of us have color in our skin. Yeah. That is the case with most people. (laughs) So we are now going to stop calling people white because they have color too. This show is live in living color for people of all colors. That's the announcement we're making today. I know it don't make no difference. It ain't going to change nothing. But that's the statement I decided to use to open the show. The Steve Harvey Morning Show live in living vivid color. All right. <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Good morning. Carla, Pharrell. In living color. Good morning. What's up, crew? Uh, Kill Junior Spates. My black behind is here, uh. Thomas Wesley Ma. <laughs> yes, sir. Top of the morning, baby. It's, it's hump day, huh? Hump day. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Top, top, baby. Feeling happy. Everybody huh? feel good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You hear me? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Feel great. God Dang. good to you? Amen, all the time. I can't is he not? What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you Well, you ought to be a good day today. Yeah. yeah. Feel yeah. pretty mm-hmm. good. Excited. I believe that. Receive that. God being good Still to you. Still here. But I ain't Wait, missing no, no. no radio. Still here. Hey, can I say something? Yes, say it. Steve. 
I want to say something to all the listeners out there. Okay. Radio, to me, is the one format that I have mm-hmm. where I can really be my natural self. I mean your natural black. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I mean that. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean every, every inch. Every what? Of my black inch. <laughs> every inch of my black behind. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and man, that's the beauty of it for me. Yeah. And so, you know, look, I know I got other things I'm always doing. I'm just that person, though. I'm probably not going to stop being an active person, career-wise or any otherwise. So, But Radio Man is just a big, integral part of, of my life, man. I just love sitting here saying some of the things I think. I can't express my viewpoint on any of, any of my other shows, so radio is it for me. I just wanted to say that. Well, Clear the air, man. Let y'all know what it matters, that it matters to me. It really does. Well, that's, that's awesome. good, Steve. And, and you've always been that way. I mean, you know, you... You change radio a Always lot. Creative reality radio. <laughs> it was too real. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was yeah. too real. Yeah, we had reality TV. He wanted reality radio, and boy, did we get it. <laughs> we pulled a whole curtain back. <laughs> All right, well, listen, the debate continues. Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chicken sandwich war. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we come back at 32 after the hour inside something funny right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, legendary actress Miss Felicia Rashad will be our special guest, the yeah. legend herself. But right now, this debate between Popeyes and Chick-fil-A, this is just an ongoing war here. And, and Tommy, Tommy, you found something on Facebook. What, what is this? What's going on? Listen, I found this brother. He is actually preaching. And I'm talking about the cadence, the hoop that this boy got is incredible. He is preaching about what's better, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A. You got to listen to it because at the end, he going to tell you which one. Because he's actually sitting there. And he's, he's taking a bite out of both sandwiches. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and when he get through, he's going to tell you exactly which one has won the contest. His name is Pastor Fred Thomas. Check him out. Good afternoon, my brothers and sisters. I have seen over the course of the morning that there is a debate over whether... The Popeye's chicken sandwich is better than Chick-fil-A. So I thought I would do something to clear the air. That's what I do. I clear the air. I took it upon myself just to see which one of these sandwiches uh, is the best one for me. First of all, I'm going to try the familiar one. Chick-fil-A, whom we know so well, um, closed on the Sabbath Sunday, which some uh, will disagree 
that's on Saturday. We're not here to talk theological differences. We're here to talk about chicken sandwiches. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Just what I thought it would be. Just like I thought it would be. It's good all the time. Every time. Every time I try it. It never. Never let me down. But you know what? You can't look over new things. Somebody right now, God's doing a new thing in your life. <laughs> so this chicken sandwich from Popeye's is a new thing. <laughs> Never had it before. <laughs> Got it in a nice little bag. <laughs> yeah. So let's see him. What it's all about. I tried to hold my peace, but let us see. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I begin to feel something I never felt before. Let me try it one more time. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Popeyes, you got some skin in the game. Oh, your Popeyes, Popeyes, you win, you win, you win. <laughs> I think we know who the winner is now in the war against Popeyes uh, and Chick-fil-A. Uh, Pastor Tommy, Fred. Pastor Pastor yeah. Fred Thomas. Boy, boy, you funny, man. Pastor Fred uh, Thomas, you Pastor Fred over Thomas. here hollering. <laughs> he was Pastor taking Fred a bite. Fred Thomas mm -hmm. then messed around and made the Steve Harvey Morning Show the king of pranks, Junior, and one of the original kings that got to bow down and say, boy, you bad. Uh, he bit that sandwich twice. Boy, I sent it. I sent it to my mama. My mama called me and said, "Boy, that boy preached that thing. He sure preached that thing." Popeyes. You need to drive around those Popeyes and pass them out to the people who are in those long lines. That's who I want to hear more times. Boy, this boy right here. Tastes just like I thought it would. When he ate the Chick-fil-A, <laughs> always. Never let me down. Man. Uh, God is doing a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> he knows uh, all boy. the words. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Well, I said, come on now. Catchphrases. Uh, come on, Pastor. <laughs> chicken sandwich wars. This chicken, oh, this bun, and this pickle. Man, <laughs> it's going okay. down. Okay. You know, these lines are, this crazy. These lines are wrapped around the building. Oh, like yeah, they, I've seen them. Yeah. It's, it's, Some places yeah. are sold has out. Anybody, has anybody tried the sandwich? I haven't. Yeah. The lines got, are too long. Can't get it. Yes, yeah. I have. You have, Carl? Yeah. You like uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. My husband likes the Popeye's one, too. I like both of them, though. I ain't going to front. I like both of them. I'm not mad at Chick-fil-A's. And I like Popeyes. I like both. Well, I like Chick Fil A attitude. Period. They work. Oh yeah, yeah. they I mean, are. They customer they, service. They, they customer it's service. top notch. It really my is. My pleasure. I love it. My pleasure. <laughs> I, I saw um, Kim Cole's uh, Instagram today. She had, uh, you know, she was in um, uh, in uh, Living Single with uh, Queen Latifah. She had. <laughs> The living single cast with uh, Popeyes loving Popeyes and friends loving Chick Fil A. <laughs> 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 All right, Sick coming yeah, coming up next, uh, nephew Tommy and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, legendary actress Felicia Rashad. Uh, Rashad will be our special guest right now. It is time though for the nephew to run that prank back. Neff, what you got for us? Uh, what are we going to do? No anchovies, Shirley. No anchovies. <laughs> and you're talking Run like that, that because? I don't know why. No <laughs> anchovies. Here it is. Hello, Hey, man, who, 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 who is the person I need to talk to about? I got a pizza that's been messed up. Who do I need to talk to? Well, you can talk to me, sir. What's going on? What happened to your pizza? Somebody put some anchovies on my pizza. Black people, uh, black people don't eat no anchovies, man. So, so uh, who... who 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 the f- would who would do that? Who would put anchovies on my damn pizza? I, I, I didn't want to settle that. Settle down with the language there, pal. All right. You know, if you got anchovies on your pizza, you just must have gotten mixed up with another order. I'll send you another f- pizza. It ain't a big deal. But I ain't asking no f- anchovies, man. What, matter of fact, let me ask you something. What the f- is an anchovy any damn way? It's like a f- sardine. That's what a f- anchovy is. Okay, pal. It's like a f- sardine. Hey, 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 let me tell you something, man. First of all, what's your name? What is your name? I'm Gino. I'm Gino. So you're the owner of the damn pizza place. Yeah, I own the damn pizza place. And I don't need people calling me and cursing at me because it was a mistake. You know, mistakes happen, pal. Worst things go on in this life than, than you're getting some anchovies on your pizza. Hey, man, hey, okay, so here's the deal. I done had a bunch of guests come to my house or order pizza, and every last one of them got anchovies on them. You know what I'm saying? So I got an issue with it. I just spent over fifty dollars with you with these pizzas, and the, and the shit made wrong. Nobody likes anchovies. No, I told you something. Before. Black people don't eat no anchovies, man. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I, 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 I'm almost certain I've served anchovy pizza to black people before. Okay, the black people that I know don't eat anchovies. Okay? okay. Well, then we'll send you some pizzas without any. Anchovies on them. Hey, you know I what? I don't, like your, I don't like your attitude. You know what, man? You remember well, maybe if you didn't come to me with so much attitude to start with, you wouldn't get no attitude. Okay, okay. Look at it. Don't get your ass whooped, okay? Don't get your ass whooped. What did you just. Did you just threaten me? I said, don't get your ass Do you no think you're talking. Who the f do you think you're talking to, face? I, I, I'm talking to Gino, the owner That's of. Right. Pizzeria, you. That's right. That's right. You don't tell me you're going to kick my ass, okay, pal? 
You know where the pizzeria is. You know, okay, so, you just so, calm so, the so, down. Do, do you, do you, okay, that's it. I'll tell you what, man. In the next three to five minutes, I'm going to walk down there and kick your little ass behind putting these the anchovies on here and having a little pompous attitude like you think you can't get your ass whooped. You come on down here, okay? And we'll see. Do me a favor. Go f yourself and the f horse you rode in on, okay? And bring it on down here. All right, we'll take care of it there. Now, stop some anchovies up your f all right, pal? Okay, 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 cool. All right, cool. Okay, okay, have... okay. You like to say okay a lot, do you? Yeah, you, 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 words, okay? Yeah, you need to have somebody there with you when I get there, because I promise yeah. you, Gino's going to get his ass up. Yeah, Gino's shaking in his boots, pal. Me and my anchovies, we're sitting here scared out of our minds right now. Okay, you okay, let me, me tell you. I've dealt with clowns like you my whole life. Please. Okay, let, let, let me tell you this here. Do you do you, do you know who you're talking to? I'm talking to some f***ing idiot who don't know how to talk. That's what I'm talking to. No, you're talking to nephew Tom from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Mr. Gino. You just got pranked. <laughs> you telling me I'm throwing f bombs all over the radio? <laughs> you dropping f bombs all over the radio, who, who, baby? Who, who I want to know who did this to me because they're getting some f bombs. You Who got, did this to me? Do you have a guy that works for you? Uh, he says he works uh, five to close. Andre, you got a Andre? You got a Dre that works for you? Yeah, I got a Dre that works for me, and Dre's going to be spending some time in a walk-in freezer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is black people again. don't eat anchovies, huh? <laughs> black people don't eat anchovies, baby. Hey, I got to ask you this, Mr. Gino. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Your show, <laughs> the baddest radio show in the land, is the Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> With no Steve Harvey Morning, no Harvey Morning Show. I mean, I'll be saying I'm going to send you some pieces. I'm sending that station dozens of pieces with anchov double anchovies on every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No anchovies. Anybody want anchovies on their pizza? Anybody? No, thank you. Oh, I didn't think so. I'm good. I'll pass. I yeah. Stuff. I didn't think Thanks, so. Thanks, though. <laughs> you know, got to have that pepperoni, Italian sausage, peppers, onions. You got me. I'm good. No anchovies. And some basil. I like basil on my pizza now. I done start putting spinach on there. Like, I feel like I'm doing something healthy. I don't know. I doubt it, but I think I'm doing something healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it very seriously. You put the spinach put with all the meat. Yeah. With all this meat and cheese. You know, thank so you, doing much meat on his pizza. You know your pizza ain't supposed to be that heavy. You can't even see the bread. It's just yeah. why all do they meat. have why do they have meat lovers if you don't want it? Why do why can you order that? Then? Just order meat. Okay. Just order meat, because that's all we see when we get the pizza that you order. So what kind of pizza like my son, he only want a cheese pizza. What kind of pizza you want? I, I like cheese and pepperoni. Pepperoni. Uh-huh. Pepperoni. Or a veggie pizza. Uh-uh, pepperoni. Okay, we're going to get pepperoni. We're going to have to get it time three and get some more meat on this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lou Malnati's uh, classic sausage. Uh-huh. And do you load it on there? No, I don't, they make it. I know. <laughs> when you order it, Steve. <laughs> I ain't put nothing on it. And that, let's not act like you don't have a pizza oven uh, at your house, because oh, we yeah, know you have right. one. Yeah, you be making I pizzas. I stopped making pizzas 
I, I stopped making them when Marjorie bought all the fixings and put them on the counter. All of us were sitting around with our dough rolled out and we made our pizza. I put everything on my pizza. It was so damn trifling. <laughs> <laughs> that ragged ass pizza I had, it wasn't worth a quarter. <laughs> Shrimp don't go with salami <laughs> and <laughs> sausage and chicken and oh god I made a mess yeah that's a bit much my though. pizza look like trash tastes like trash mm. you ever had pineapples on yours yeah man oh yeah when you move out yeah. to LA that's like the first thing you do is get a yeah, pizza with I... pineapples on it yeah. I never that, heard that, of it that, before that, that though no. yeah I didn't like that, that I didn't like burst that of fruit that didn't that didn't excite <laughs> me I, like, it, it, it was an acquired taste it was yeah, yeah. It's not necessary Who well let me tell you something Canadian bacon, which is really Canadian ham, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pineapples, pineapples, some yeah. black olives, yeah, and a little jalapeno on it. Mm-hmm. Boy, you better get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, so coming up at the top of the hour, legendary actress Felicia Rashad is in the building. She's sitting in with us right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, uh, as promised, we got a very, very special guest this morning. Uh, I I love talking to this woman. Uh, She's such a class act Mm -hmm. and such a professional and just uh, has maintained over the years. I'm talking about at such a level of excellence, just something for us all to be proud of. Uh, She has been dubbed uh, the mother of the black community at the 2010 NAACP Image Awards and is most notably known uh, as that since her legendary role as Claire Huxtable on the Cosby Show. She's got a new TV show on the OWN Network, and it's uh, David Makes Man. Uh, This new show's received some critically acclaimed reviews since its premiere. Everybody's talking about it. The buzz is out, and we need to find out all about David Makes Man. Please welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, excuse me for saying this, my girl, the <laughs> fabulous Miss Felicia Rashad. Oh. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. How you doing How you today? Doing? I'm doing great. Just great. Man, welcome. it's always good to have you out. When I found out I could talk to you, I said, man, please, can, I, can we get her on the show? You have meant so much over the years to so many people. Mm-hmm. Do, do you get a sense of, of what your role on that show meant over the years and how it inspired people and affected people? Normally when I'm walking around, you know it isn't something that I think about. But in the supermarket, in a parking lot, on the sidewalk, in front of a theater, or just meeting people casually, inevitably, inevitably I hear, I went to college because of... Oh, our family did this because of. Wow. I'm doing this today because we were introduced to music technology that we knew nothing about because I don't know whether you know, but your show inspired these hip-hop artists because it is gratifying and it is humbling because as an actor, you could do any number of things that don't mean anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. But to have participated and to continue 
to participate yeah. in work that has such great meaning for people. I just, I couldn't ask for more. Wow, what a blessing. <laughs> wow. Yes, it is yeah. that. Yes, yeah, it is. That's really real. Mm -hmm. That's really real. It takes other people uh, oftentimes to make you realize the effect you've had on them and, and had on them, and you have done just that. And we got a new project now. So let me, let, let, me, let me ask you a couple questions about this. This new show is called David Makes Man, and it's following a 14-year-old named David, it's played by uh, Akil McDowell, uh, who tries to juggle relationships between his magnet school friends. He goes to a special magnet school and the drug dealers in his South Florida impoverished neighborhood. Tell, tell us more about the show. This show, it, David, yes, David is our central character and it's about him and the world around him. There is a universe of characters and people in this show, the likes of which you have never seen on television, never presented so unapologetically human. Mm. Mm. It is, it, when, I, when I was told that Terrell Alvin McCraney had created this show, and you know, Terrell Alvin McCraney received the Oscar for his screenplay of Moonlight. I had right, a, I had appeared in one of yeah. his theatrical uh -huh. works, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Head of Passes. Mm -hmm. When they told me that he had written this, I said, well, that's it. Yes, I'm, I want to do it. <laughs> yes. And it is, it, is, it is the most exquisite experience. Wow. You, because these, David and the people in the Ville, that's that area that he lives in, these are the people who live on the fringes of society. These are the people that are ignored. These are the people that you pass on the street and don't even give the time a day. And that's such a mistake. It's such a mistake. This is an exploration of a human journey. Mm -hmm. This young boy is trying to do so many things He's trying to make his way through um, through junior high school to get into a great high school that's not in his neighborhood because it's a magnet school and it's got these great programs and this is where he'd like to go. And he's also, he's trying to take care of his little brother mm -hmm. and fend for his mother who's a recovering drug addict. Wow. Yes, a and lot she, going on. She's trying, mm -hmm. and she is trying very hard. Mm -hmm. She is, she is really giving it her all, because of her love for her sons, and what she wants for them, and it's not easy. And then he has to walk through this community of people, who are not going to the school that he goes to. You know, so he, you see him visually. I love this show because of its visual aspects as well it is visually stunning oh wow you see him walking through his neighborhood looking you know in all directions to clear a space to put on his tie mm. and we're talking about a 14 year old kid here mm -hmm. having to go through all of this to yeah get to, and, and, and to get his brother to school on time uh -huh. and always missing the bus and getting there just in the nick of time to go to class wow trying to hold it together and then he has to live in this community and you see all in the drug dealers they're human too 
Mm-hmm. They've got stories and backstories too. It is something, and as a woman, I'm so proud to be a part of it because these are things we need to pay attention to. All right, we'll have more with Felicia Rashad coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, our special guest today is legendary actress. We love her, Felicia Rashad. Felicia is here to tell us about her role on the brand new television series and uh, show on the OWN Network. It's called David Makes Man. The way you're telling it, you make me want to turn the TV on right now and watch it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quite compelling. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is that. Uh-huh. It is that. And, and, and David has a very good friend who lives on the other side of town, mm-hmm. who's in a very lovely home. Mm-hmm. And you just think everything is fine. Mm-hmm. 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 Keep thinking that. <laughs> Keep thinking that as you watch episode after episode after episode. Keep thinking that. Now, it's a marvelous work of wow. art. So let me ask you this right here. Now, you play Dr. Woods' trap. Yes. And you're this, this kid, David's teacher at this uh, magnet school mm-hmm. that he got bused to. And you're one of those teachers that you kind of remember for the rest of your life. How so and what effect do you have on David's outlook as he's wrestling with this conflict? Yes. Dr. Woodstrap sees the light of his intellect and she is determined that it must shine and that nothing must hinder it. But she has some obstacles and David himself is one of them. Sometimes his own... Get out of his own way. Sometimes, you know, my mother once told me, my mother said, you have to fight for your children. And she said, sometimes the biggest fight is going to be with your children, for them. So that's that's one thing. She, she, um, she gives her all to all of her students. She really resonates with them. She understands their language. She understands the music they listen to. She can she can speak to them on their own level, but she's always raising them up to hers. She does not dismiss them at all. She wants David to go to this very special school because she knows what it would mean for him. She really knows that education is his road because he's brilliant, and she sees that. And as parents, we can all relate to that. Did we mention that this yeah. show is produced, uh, Steve, by Oprah and Michael B. Jordan? And you played his mom in Creed, right? That's right. I loved your role in Creed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they produced it. So wow. I, it's exciting. <laughs> it's, okay, so let's get to this part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a few episodes in right now. Mm-hmm. And this is, obviously, this is a must-see show. And we're starting to see, uh, after a few episodes, how David, he's got to choose between the streets that raised him or this higher education that's being offered him to, to a way out. What can we expect in tonight's episode? Ooh, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> but you tell it so well. You no, no, no. Wow. We'll have more with the incredible Felicia Rashad uh, at 34 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, if you're just joining us, legendary actress Felicia Rashad is our very special guest this morning. She's here to tell us about her brand new TV series, TV show on OWN Network. It's called David Makes Man. And we'll find out what else Miss Rashad is working on as well. She's in the building sitting right here next to us. We love her. All right, Steve, come on. <laughs> See, now you've been real theatrical here. Mm-hmm. You've taken a hood boy like me a little bit too far. You're going to see this life continuing to unfold. You're going to see the people around him, the people that he interacts with, how they, how they impact him, what that means, how he maneuvers. You're going to see all of it continues. It's like the most beautiful flower that is unfolding. And it's got so many petals and layers before you get down into the pollen. Mm. Mm. And you go get down see, into right? the pollen. Okay. <laughs> see, I, I ain't never unfolded a flower to get down to the pollen. I can listen That's to her and tell it really... all day. <laughs> no, no, no. Come it's on fancy. now. Come on, come on. I'm down into the pollen of the flower. Yes, That's right. That's metal. right. Nature put it there for a reason. We're supposed to know about these things. Uh-huh. Yes. I Listen, love I'm it. sitting over here feeling way more intelligent than I really am. <laughs> come on, Steve Harvey. You're one of the most intelligent people I know. <laughs> wow. Man, you know what? Talking David to you is so refreshing because, you know, I, I got to tell you something. You are a living legend. That's what's special. And I'm glad that we're able to tell this to you while people live. You know, we wait till these great stars of ours get somewhere and can't work no more and ain't working. You're active. You got projects going. You're still doing movies and everything. You still fly. And I just want you to know from all of us and for the people that you've affected, the millions that you have no idea, that we are sitting here talking to a living legend. Oh, and yeah. I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Oh, that. yeah. Man, I yeah. just want That's to tell right. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She weaved a tail. Thank you. <laughs> so what other projects are you working on? I am participating in my first animated feature. Oh, yes. oh I yes. saw that on social media. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Tell us yeah. about that. And yeah. I'm pretty excited about uh-huh. that. It's a Pixar movie, mm-hmm. and it's called Soul. Yes. Yes. And with a Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's gorgeous. <laughs> so much fun to do. I thought about the other day. I said, "Girl, look at this. These are things you wanted to do, and now you're doing them. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. you're actually doing them, and it's okay." And I just completed uh, filming for a Netflix Christmas movie, Jingle Jangle. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Which is going to come out in 2020 mm-hmm. um, wow. the, oh when you see that you're gonna say oh my goodness <laughs> 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 no it's truly it's 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 amazing it's beautiful mm-hmm. so much beautiful work it stars Forrest Whitaker oh wow oh yeah, yeah it's uh-huh. like that it's <laughs> like big. that and Keegan-Michael Key that boy can act yeah. he can no, sing yes. too Bet you didn't know that. Forrest no. Whitaker can sing. What? Hello, he was a trained opera singer. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> he was trained. <laughs> he was trained, honey, and he can break out in some gospel that'll make you just hit what? everybody near you. What? Yes, yes, yes. Forrest ain't told us yes. a damn thing. <laughs> He's quiet, child. He's quiet. You know, you gotta watch the quiet ones. You know, those yeah, ones with those say. those ones that are flapping all the time. We know what they do. Just the quiet ones. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> mm. 
it's such an honor and a, and to, and for you to be so warm and congenial. You know, you've handled your stardom with about as much grace as, as I've ever seen it done before. And for you, you're still uh, working. You're still killing it out there. And I just, man, congratulations. Just thank you for being you. You you really set the bar an example for so many women of what mm-hmm. they can accomplish mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. without without compromise. Felicia Richard, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. David Makes Man airs tonight at 10, 9 central on OWN. Bye, auntie. Give it up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Felicia Richard in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, nephew Tommy with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's strawberry letter. Uh, My subject today is my baby won't stop cussing. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She knew, Look who's she knew who to write to, didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. she? <laughs> yeah. We're going to get yes, into I that. Yeah, we're going to get into that uh, right after uh, the nephew gives us today's prank phone call. What you have for us today, Nep? This right here is church fees, Shirley. Church fees. Uh-oh. I love messing mm-hmm. with the church. Hey, church fees. Mm-hmm. Biggest fan base is the church, so this is church fees. Here you go. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister Tracy. Hey, you got her. Hey. Hi. Uh, how you doing? This is uh, this is Brother Glenn from the church. Hey, Brother Glenn. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, did you enjoy service this morning? Oh, I I enjoyed it, Pastor. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Pastor brought it down. Yes, he today. did. Yes, he did. Oh my God, that was a word for me. Right, 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 right. So, what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I wanted to give you some information that the. Um, that the church has come up with, and we wanted to let you know what was going on before next Sunday. You, I, I didn't interrupt you, did I? Uh, no, no. I actually, uh, I, I may sound a little, little off a little bit. I'm trying to, to get dinner ready for my little babies, my little darlings, and I'm trying to. Your voice sounds so familiar to me. It just sounds so familiar. I'm trying to place, place that voice. Okay. Well, you've seen me at the church quite a few times. I think I have. I'm just trying to place it. I, I can't place it right now. But what can, right. what can I do, okay. Glenn? Well, okay. nevertheless, I, I just wanted. Here's, here's what's going on. Uh, now, are you aware that for the last uh, the last six Sundays you've been actually uh, coming into service late? Have you realized that? Yes, I I, um, I, I know. I, I, I'm sorry about that, but, uh, I, you know, yes, I have. I have my reasons, though. Okay. Okay, well, here's what's going on. The officials at the church have uh, gotten together, and this is what they've decided on, is that anybody who is late uh, starting next Sunday, there will be a $15 charge for that for coming in and disrupting service. Pastor's tired of service being disrupted by people walking in late. That that could not come at a worse time. I don't have $15 to give. No, I, don't, I don't have it. Oh. Um, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're late. I, I, I am. Uh, we, we are doing our best. I, I have three kids. I have three young kids, two, seven and nine, and they are a handful. And 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 we we do the best that we can to get to church on time. And and to tell you the truth, when we get there, it's during praise and worship. I mean, pastor ain't even preaching yet. So okay, I know it's not pastor's not up yet, but he's he's stating that uh 
people coming in, it just seems very disruptive to the service that's going on. That's So nevertheless, like I said, this is a warning call, you know, to let you know that if you are late on next Sunday, then they, they will be charging you $15 uh, a late charge. And, and actually, you won't be able to even come in until you, uh, until you pay the $15. I can't even get in church with... But look, okay, look, I don't, I don't owe nothing. I don't owe you no explanation. But I need to tell you something. We are, me and my kids, for the last few Sundays that we've been late, it's because my car broke down. We, we are on the bus, man, public transportation. Okay. I mean, I, and I understand, I understand, I, I sympathize with everything that you're going through. But why are you calling, if you understand, why are you calling me about $15 if you understand what I'm going through? Well, I didn't, I, first of all, I didn't know what you were going, why are you raising your voice at me? But, why are you raising, did you just raise your voice at me? You know what, you know what, I think you're raising your voice at me. How dare okay. you call me about this, about a fee, and I'm there at church? I got my kids there trying to raise them up in the way they should go, just like the Bible says. And you know why I got to do this and why I'm late, why, why we got to catch the bus. Do you understand why that is, Brother Glenn? No, I do not. That is because they their daddies ain't uh, and uh, they, yeah. Okay. So, Tracy, just, you, you got to calm down a little bit now. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Okay, listen, uh, so here's the deal. All I can do is tell you this. I hope you can make it. Maybe you can catch an earlier bus. You know what I mean, and get there a little earlier. But but I'm just stating the facts that as of next Sunday, if you come in late, it's fifteen dollar late fee, and that's what you'll pay in order to get in the service. You know what? Well, maybe next Sunday I just won't be there. How about that? You know, I'm already working six days a week. The only day I have off is Sunday. I'm breaking breaking my back. Do you know I work two jobs? I work two jobs, and they always trying to take money out of my check, always trying to pull me here and there, and I'm always tired. I get two hours of sleep, and then now the church wants to dump another $15 charging me for being at church when that's what I'm supposed to do? But you're coming in late, though, Sister Tracy. You, you know what? You know what? Late ain't bad, okay? I, I might be delayed, but I ain't denied, and I'm getting there the best way that I know how. We're on the bus. I have to put my kids on the school bus. And not only do I have to put them on the school bus, then I have to get on the bus myself to work because I don't have a car because their daddies ain't doing nothing, nothing for them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I need to under... Daddy number one? Guess what? He ain't... Daddy number two? He in jail, been there about five years. He ain't... And daddy number three? He decided to go ahead and walk out. He ain't... I ain't heard from that... That trifling... In about seven months. Now he know we're struggling. He had the nerve to take my wallet too. You don't, you don't even understand what I'm going through. You don't even understand that I'm trying to make a better life for me and my children. There is one more thing, Sister Tracy, that the church wants you to know before next Sunday that you definitely need to know. And what one more thing does the church want me to know besides fifteen dollars? The church just wants you to know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Patrice got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> I am going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. Are you? She know I ain't got time for that. She know I ain't got time for that. Your sister got you. You all right? Oh, I got something for her. How about that? <laughs> she told me, she said, she said, my sister car oh. broke down. She said she got these kids. She over there struggling, struggling. She trying to make it. But you got to give her a hard time. She just wanted. She wanted. She wanted you to put. A, she wanted to put a smile on your face. <laughs> well, she. Well, once things settled, I'm going to have to say she did. Okay. <laughs> you all right?
Wow. Now that I know you, y'all were joking, and now I know this is nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to ask you something, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Church fees, that's all I'm saying. Got to pay him. Got to pay him. Somebody got to do it. Pay your church fees. If you haven't paid your fees for Bethesda Blues and Jazz Supper Club, I will be there Friday and Saturday. Two on Friday, two Saturday. Little blues, little jazz, little supper, and some Tommy on top. You can't beat that right there. I just think that that is just a beautiful setup. Blues, jazz, supper, and Tommy on top. Everybody say Amen. 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 Hey, 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 where is my the, the, uh, congregation? I said, Amen. 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 Angry pastor. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> hey, man. Who's yelling at? Yeah. Because <laughs> the congregation was you, not. Dog, you ain't no pastor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dog, you a teacher. Everybody say amen, please. Amen. <laughs> amen. Thank you. And then shortly after that, I'll be in Greenville. He just brought my whole morale down. Greenville, uh, the 7th. Uh, <clears throat> why am I talking like this? Greenville, September 7th. <laughs> Come on September out. September 7th, Greenville, baby. <laughs> Greenville, North Carolina at the Greenville Convention, Convention Center. The nephew will be there. Tickets are on sale right now. And then the 21st of September, Greensboro, North Carolina at the Carolina Theater. The nephew will be there. Carolinas, here I come soon as I get through with Bethesda. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. Take it away. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Coming up, uh, <laughs> the strawberry letter for today. This subject, Steve, is crazy. You're going to love this letter. Uh, the subject is, my baby won't stop cussing. <laughs> Taylor oh, made for you. She I needs some. Ad- yeah, yeah, she needs some advice. What? <laughs> I probably was this baby. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom wrote in, Junior. (laughs) All right, we'll get into the letter coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, Again, the subject is my baby won't stop cussing right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. All right? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. The subject, this letter just makes me laugh. My baby won't stop cussing. Uh, Junior says it's about him. We'll see. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 27-year-old married woman with a two-year-old son that won't stop cussing. Recently, (laughs) whenever he gets frustrated or upset, he starts cussing. If he falls down and hurts himself, he cusses. If you tell him no, he cusses. (laughs) I assumed he was hearing these cuss words from my husband because I don't cuss in front of him, so he is not hearing it from me. My husband swore to me that he has not been cussing in front of him either. So I figured the only other person it could be is my mother-in-law. I asked her and she said, (laughs) come on, Steve, you got to help me with this. She said, hell yeah, I cuss in front of the little lady. <laughs> That's what she said. I read these letters. Yeah. She said that because he's a brat when you're not around. I was shocked. I couldn't believe that she can't find a way to discipline him without using foul language. 
Uh, I want my son to have a relationship with his grandma, and she's a wonderful woman in a lot of ways, but we don't see eye to eye on this. She says she can't help it, and we should be teaching him to never repeat what he hears. But he's a two-year-old, and that's what small children do. I told her that she should lead by example, but she said when she is babysitting him, she will do things her way. My husband is stuck in the middle, and he has uh, said his mom is 60 and set in her way, so I said let it go. So I should let it go. He says we can teach our son not to cuss when he is a little older and can understand. I have a problem with all of this. Yes, his grandma is an authority figure, but it's my son, so I say we go by my rules. I don't want my baby cussing out his teachers at the daycare. How should I resolve this? Am I wrong? Please advise. I think you're a little bit too much on this issue, okay? Uh, Your baby's only two, and I I do agree with your husband. I think you should wait until he's a little older and he can understand. I I know so many kids, little young babies or children, who used to cuss because that's what they see. And children are sponges. We all know that. They repeat what they see, and that's what they do. And you're right, uh, the mother-in-law, your husband's mom, is set in her ways, and she says... Uh, when he's with him, when when he's with her, then they'll do things her way. So that's that's how she <laughs> puts the hammer down. She cusses at him, and he probably obeys when she does that. He knows what she means when he does that. Uh, so when she does that, so. I just say, you know, loosen up just a little bit. It's going to get better um, when he gets older. He'll stop uh, or, or at least understand and not do it around you guys. At, at least you'll, you can be hopeful for that. But, yeah, the, um, the grandmother's not going to change. You continue not to cuss in front of him and let him know every time he does it that it's wrong. He's only two. He's only two. He's going to grow and learn things. Don't worry. It's going to be all right. He's not going to be at the daycare cussing out the teachers and all of that. He's not going to do that. So um, just relax on this issue just a little bit. He's going to be fine, okay? Steve? Well, Shirley? (laughs) Yes. I disagree with everything you said (laughs) in this letter. I hope you don't mind. I do not. You know I'm to give good advice, but you missed it on this one, girl, baby girl. See, Shirley, the reason you missed it on this letter uh-huh. is because you don't cuss. No. <laughs> you need a cusser <laughs> to talk about a letter that's about cussing. See, I'm a cusser. Yes, you are. Yeah. My father was in the top three greatest cussers of all time. <laughs> all through the civil rights movement, everything. <laughs> My daddy cussed. Sitting at the counters at Woolworth, luncheon sit-ins, my daddy was cussing. Bull <laughs> Connors with them German shepherds and them fire hoses, my daddy was cussing. <laughs> my daddy got arrested, he was cussing. My daddy came to church, he was cussing. So, Shirley, I'm sorry you missed this letter. <laughs> this 27-year-old lady got this two-year-old boy that won't stop cussing. When he gets frustrated or upset, he cuss. I do too. When he fall down and hurt himself, he cuss. Every time I fall, I cuss. If I tell him no, he cuss. If Marjorie tell me no, I cuss. If my mama told me no, under my breath, I cuss. Couldn't let her hear it though. 
point. So yeah. she assumed that these cuss words was coming from her husband. So she confronted him. He said it wasn't her. So she got to thinking the only other person it could be is my mother-in-law. So I asked her, did she cuss around the boy? She said, hell yeah, I cuss in front of his little ass. Because he a brat when you're not around him. So you got upset and thought he should find a, she should find another way to discipline without using four-letter words. She's a wonderful woman. She's in a lot of ways, but we don't see eye in eye. She says, I can't help it, that y'all should be teaching him to never repeat what he hears. And he's a two-year-old. And that's what children do. Well, Shirley said in her response that you've got to light up. He's only two and things like that. Well, Shirley, hold on. We come back. I'm going to tell you why I disagree with your statements. As I've said, he cussed. <laughs> All right. I Hang like on. this baby. <laughs> I knew you would. We'll come back with like part two baby. of Steve's response at 23 after the hour. The subject of the letter is, my baby won't stop cussing, and neither will Steve Harvey. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject, my baby won't stop cussing. 27-year-old lady married, got a little two-year-old boy that cussed. <laughs> this is my baby right here. <laughs> Junior cuss said when it was he get him. upset. <laughs> cuss when he fall. Man. Cuss when he don't get his way. Cuss if you tell him no. Sport just cussing. And you found out that it wasn't the husband, so you went to the mother-in-law and said, do you cuss in front of the baby? Her exact quote to this woman who wrote the letter was, hell yeah, I cuss in front of his little ass. That's your favorite line in this whole letter. In this whole letter, (laughs) in any strawberry letter. (laughs) That we've ever done. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, you talked to the mother and said you can't find another way to discipline him and everything. I don't want my son using foul language. And then, you know, you know that your mother-in-law is a wonderful woman in a lot of ways, but y'all don't see eye to eye. And uh, your grandma, your mother said that you should teach the boy to not to repeat what he's heard. And then you said, but he's a two-year-old. And that's what small children do. Well, let me explain something to you. Small children shouldn't be allowed to cuss. Why don't you backhand his little ass? Since he cussed. What? Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> see, once again, what? here we go. Y'all see, her, y'all see her reaction? Yeah, a non-cusser. Yeah. Well, I said backhand. <laughs> You know why? Because oh she's a cusser. Yeah. Oh, my God. Backhand the baby? Yeah. That's because you're not a cusser. <laughs> yeah. You don't have cussing babies. Oh, my God. You got to knock his little ass out. Exactly what they do to you. Because Shirley come talking about he only two years old. Yeah. You should wait till he older. Let me tell you something. Cussing, cussing go deep. You go yes. deep, Shirley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and the lady at the end, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, because cussing go deep. I've been cussing since I was Hello. four. Okay. Really? And you knew- I've been an avid cusser for 58 years. <laughs> he proud, too. Listen to Solid. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Outstanding combinations. <laughs> I done put together some combinations that ain't been heard before, <sighs> and I've gotten results. If you don't stop this boy from cussing, I got news for you. 
He's never gonna stop. He's not. You should nip it in the bud right now. Cussing is a habit, and it's a hard habit to break. So, Shirley, I disagree. The lady is right. She has every right to be upset. And the grandmama talking about when she with him, she got to do it her way. Stop cussing at the baby. Stop. <laughs> but you know why your son ain't going to say nothing? Because he knew he going to get his ass cussed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to get there. Uh, he, he, he know if he go in there to Bernadette and tell Bernadette, <laughs> stop Bernadette. all this cussing. Bernadette, Bernice, Boinkins. <laughs> Bernadette, B, B, B. Bernice, uh-huh. Boinkins. The triple B's. Uh-huh. B, B, So, Shirley, ask me some questions. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a two-year-old. I'm going to answer the question cussing, and y'all bleep out the cussing. Oh, Lord. Come we on, ain't got enough beeping. I know. <laughs> Come on, it's time to uh, get your bath so you can go to bed. Come on. Come on, Bobby. I I, I ain't taking no <laughs> bath. <laughs> Bobby, watch your mouth. Get it, and don't forget. I can see. What, Bobby? I ain't <laughs> said <laughs> Bobby's not speaking that clearly at hey, two. Hey. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let me sound like a baby. Right. And, and hurry up. Come on, hurry up now so we can get to bed. Don't nobody want to go no d- bed. <laughs> Come on, Bobby. Let's put your jammies on. I don't like these punk jammies <laughs> on. All right, all right. Come on, get in bed. But before you get in, say your prayers. Come on, we got to say your prayers. I don't like nobody. I got to pray for they punk. <laughs> Bobby. <What? laughs> All right, get in bed. I'm going to turn out the light. I know how you don't like the light off, but we got to start turning this light don't off. Don't turn the light off, Mama. You know I ain't nothing but a little b- <laughs> <laughs> Time for the whooping maybe, to start. Maybe you Come need on, to start whooping. Come all right, on, all right you keep cu- keep this cussing. I'm gonna tell your daddy. You keep it up here. Ain't nobody scared of his. <laughs> <laughs> tell grandma. <laughs> and, you- and that ain't my real damn daddy, no. <laughs> uh, Bobby, get in here. Say your prayers. Get in this bed and go to sleep. And if I don't. You gonna do? Jeez. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> <laughs> 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 no, I know Grandma didn't teach him that. <laughs> Bobby, I'm gonna whoop your butt. Okay, keep on here. You are gonna get your little butt? Whoop <laughs> <laughs> my is what you mean. <laughs> All right, but listen. you don't cuss because you ain't never been a cussing before, <laughs> so you can't participate in this letter. It's little Bobby. I'm gonna beat your ass. That what Grandma said. All right, listen, post your comments on today's crazy <laughs> strawberry letter on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. And my grandmama said you wasn't <laughs> as a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast uh, on demand. Uh, Coming up at 46 after the hour, Meek Mill pleads guilty to gun charge and ends his 12-year legal battle. Junior is here with Sports Talk. Dwight Howard is going to the Lakers right after this. Dwight Howard? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so here's a trending story from our home station in Philly. We love us some Philly, WDAS 105.3. Yeah. Sounds like Philly to me. Yeah, it does. Mm. 
Well, Meek Mill's 2007 criminal case has finally come to a conclusion after 12 long years. Uh, Meek Mill pleaded guilty to a 2007 misdemeanor gun charge yesterday as part of a plea deal. All other charges have been dropped and prosecutors have agreed not to retry him. Outside of Good. Philly Courthouse, thank, thank you. Okay, finally he can get a life now. Uh, outside of Philly Courthouse, Meek thanked his supporters immediately after walking out of court. Take a listen. I'm very thankful from the bottom of my heart. Everybody that ever mentioned my name or said free Meek uh, helped me get to this position. Uh, uh, Meek free. I'm not on probation. <laughs> I just wanted to come up here myself and thank all the supporters because I know uh, y'all probably got family members in jail and going through the same thing as me. And I will continue to do what I do uh, with the reform movement and uh, help the people that help me. So I, I thank y'all. Thanks for coming out and standing for me about You can hear a little bit of the crowd saying, Meek free, Meek free. Meek went on to say, that uh, we have to continue to fight and be a part of a much-needed discussion about probation reform and the inequalities that exist within our two Americas. Wow. So now the Meek Mill case is closed. Finally. finally. Yes, job, finally. God. He can get on with his life for real now. Good job, Meek. You know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Stand for something. You know, take something negative that's happened to you and, you know, let it be the driving force to make you greater. I support him. That's a good move. That is good. Absolutely. Ooh. That's good news. I, I love re- that. Remember that story he was talking about? He had to call, check in with his probation officer to go and yeah. see his son, to drive his son to school. Now he doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Make yeah, free. Yeah, because his son lived in New Jersey. He Just lived across in Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's two different states. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, why he man. had to check in. Yeah. Yeah. They so out there late courtroom. That lady, that's something else. Oh, the judge, yeah. Mm-hmm. The judge, man. Judge Brinkley, Janice mm-hmm. Brinkley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you wow. don't have to worry about her anymore. It's all over. Good. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> it's all yeah. over. So that's good news. And like Steve said, you know, it's good. He can get on with his life now. He's going to work for prison reform and, you know, help help other people that were in his situation, that are still in his situation. You know, he's out now, but other people, you know, he can help. So that's a really good thing. Yeah, people helped him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. big, you know, Jay-Z, Jay-Z I mean, the yeah. owners of the Philadelphia mm-hmm. 76ers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. That's how you get out of jail, too. though. Get yeah. out on a helicopter. That's how you yeah. do it. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Margaritas, sunny Cancun, Mexico, and the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yes, we'll tell you about the details of the Sand and Soul Festival coming up at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so please let's tell everybody about the Sand and Soul Festival going down in Cancun, October 10th through the 14th. I'm going to take a different tone because I need your undivided attention. I want to talk to you about my Sand and Soul Festival. Now, last year, it was off the chain. We brought out about 4,000 people to the DR, had ourselves a good time. This year, we've made some changes and moved the event to Cancun, Mexico, due to safety concerns that I'm sure you all have heard about in the news. So just know, ain't nothing changed about saying and soul except the location. We still got parties, the beach, the spa, all-inclusive food and drinks. 
We got the concerts. We got the comedy. We yeah. got empowerment. Yeah. We got something for everybody. Now, here's the deal. Go to my Instagram right now. Check out my story. We got a full recap of last year's events. So you can see exactly how we're going to party in Cancun. October 10th through the 14th at the all-inclusive Moon Palace Resort. All right, now, let me drop my voice back down because it didn't got serious. Okay. All if right. you call me right now, call us right now. At 1-800-684-2825. 1-800-684-2825. We got a Labor Day special going on that our phone operators are waiting to tell you about. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll find out what it when you call, but it's big. Get on the phone. 1-800-684-2825. 2825. Only if you call can you get this special Labor Day special. Anybody that calls that books can get this special. I'm trying to get these rooms sold, man, so we can have a good time with everybody. You're missing it, but I got the biggest deal we've ever cut if you call 1-800-684-2825. I got the biggest deal we've ever cut I ain't going to say it no more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Biggest deal we done ever cut. You be crazy not to call. You be crazy not to show up. I'm giving you the deal of deals for a Labor Day special. Call us now, 1-800-684-2825. Look, I know your money been tight. If your money is a little tight, Y'all been on Instagram talking about, Steve, help us get there. Why don't you pay my way? I sure want to go. You know I'm not paying your way. You know that. But I got something for you, though. I got a deal for you. And if you can shake them loose when you call the number, you probably could get more of a deal. 1-800-684-2825. I dare you. Call this number and check out this Labor Day special that I done cut. That's the biggest deal I've ever given on anything I've ever done. Hoodies included. 1-800-684. I ain't going to say this no more. 1-800-684-2825. Labor Day special. Y'all can still make it to Cancun. We gonna have a good time. And I'm giving you the deal of deals for everybody that call. I ain't gonna say it no damn more. Like that baby. <laughs> and the I strawberry letter. Two year old cussing baby. One eight hundred six eight four twenty eight twenty five. Let me call the Deal of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Labor Day special. Phone orders only. Let's go, y'all. You can make it. If your money's tight, I got something for you. Nice. one 800 Huh? All right. Well, you heard it from the man himself. See you in Cancun, October 10th through the 14th. Coming up, more music, more fun, and more ignorance on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I love this 
story. I love this. Eddie Murphy, Steve. Eddie Murphy, get this, will be hosting Saturday Night Live, okay? What? Yes. He's going to be doing this for the first time in over 30 years. Put this date on your calendar because you don't want to miss it. December 21st, okay? You have time. December 21st. For the first time in over 30 years, Eddie Murphy to host Saturday Night Live. I like it. I love this. Of course, Eddie, yeah, you know he rose to fame while working on the show from 1980. Huh? Shirley, nothing was greater on Saturday Night Live. That when Eddie was on. Oh, yeah. It was the greatest Saturday Night Live run of all time. James Brown in that hot tub. Oh, Buckwheat singing the hits. And who shot Buckwheat? Yeah, who shot Buckwheat? Man. Gonna get in the house. Gumby and Mr. Robinson. Yeah, Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson. Man. Menama. Sing it three times later. Sid, you're on. Dies. Me times a maiden. Menama. My love. What? My We love you, Eddie Murphy. Welcome back, man. I was sitting up there hollering, man. I was at listening to Buckwheat sang them hits. All right, uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior's here with Sports Talk. Okay, so what is this about Dwight Howard going to the Lakers, Junior? Yeah, uh, this this right here don't make no sense to nobody. What's happening? Because this is the second go-around, okay? You couldn't play with Kobe. Uh <laughs> What makes you think you're going to play with LeBron? Oh. Come on, Kobe man. demanded too much. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. LeBron so, going to demand more. It's going to demand way more because he older, too, and his patience going to be short. So, well, uh, you know what I think the move is about, though, Junior? What is I think the Lakers is trying to get just a, 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 a somebody play the five center position so Bigger. Anthony Davis can roam a little bit more. That, that could uh. be what they do, huh? But it's non-guaranteed money now. You don't oh, think? Well, they wait to see what Dwight can do. Yeah, it's two point six million non-guaranteed. He don't get his first check till October twenty-first. That's a long ass time not to get nothing written out to you. I, I don't know what that means though. Non-guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. That means right now, as he signed his deal, he doesn't uh-huh. get a check right now. His so you check. So got the job or not? Yeah, he owned the roster, but he just uh-huh. owned it. They passing out a check to everybody else over the summer. It's summer money. That's what they uh-huh. call summer money. He's not getting none of that. He don't get nothing until October 21st. Yeah. And so as long as he stays on the team, Uh then Mm -hmm. he can make about $14,490 per day. What? I thought you were going to say per game. Yeah, which plus also, you know, Marcus Cousins. <laughs> I was like, what? No, no that's per day. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. As yeah. long as he stay on that team. He going to come in laughing. He going to come in playing. Smiling. That's right. But, I'm telling you. said it best. Yeah. What it was. You cannot turn a hyena into a lion. Mm. Now you see what he did. Laugh. You see what LeBron James did to J.R. Smith when he brought up that ball in that in that finals game. Oh yeah, when I he kicked it. Okay, let Dwight miss a rebound. You better not. I'm telling you, let him miss a rebound. Call it. He not gonna be there forever. Let him miss a free I don't, throw. I don't, I don't understand getting him. Did DeMarcus he... Cousins go to the Lakers? Yeah, he did. He yes. signed to the Lakers too, but he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL. That's why. That's they why they went and got Howard. Wait again. 
Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he, he can't get a break. Achilles did his ACL. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I've been on vacation, so I haven't kept up with anything at all. Uh-huh. I don't even know what's happening with the Browns. How the Browns look, man? Uh-huh. We're going to have to reinstate you when you get back yeah, here. Uh, Sounds like back. it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, get I you think, acclimated. The Browns is going to be good. Uh, I really do think they're going to be good. I mean, I really do. It's just that they attitude. They not playing, man. Baker Mayfield still? Yeah, there? Baker oh. Mayfield. He 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 don't even talk like a rookie no more. He's serious. No, he's very Odell serious. Beckham play for the Browns. We're going to tear y'all mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to be proud. Huh? Better not play them Cowboys this year. Or oh. Houston. Come on to Houston. Ain't nobody scared. Come on, Clayton. Come on. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> asked you to be scared. All right, listen. I'm not going to be. Tommy, we need to shut up. We just lost 34 to nothing to the Cowboys. Uh, coming up, <laughs> our last break of the day. You don't know that, Junior. <laughs> and some closing remarks from the one and I only Steve know. Harvey at 49 minutes <laughs> after the hour. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day on this Wednesday, hump day, hump day. <laughs> it's been a good hump day, huh? Had yeah. some fun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It, yeah. Too, it did go by fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks, of course, to the legend herself, Felicia Rashad, who was our special guest today. Yes. Wow. Nice. Girl, yeah. I've been seeing Felicia forever. I know, me too. But she came here and set us straight. It's Felicia. Felicia okay. Rashad. Mm-hmm. Hell, I said it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was lovely. Yeah. She was oh, very she was. lovely. Yeah. Um, all right, Steve. Uh, time for you to take us home with some closing remarks. All right. You know, I was thinking about a couple of things, and uh, I, I want to share something with you all uh, that I often feel myself. Uh, sometimes, you know, you hear old people say, and there's a scripture that says. You know, not for us to be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious uh-huh. for anything. Mm-hmm. Th- that simply means be patient. Don't jump the gun. Don't get ahead of yourself. And give God a chance to work. If you've put in the work and you've made the meetings and you've made all the decisions that you've prayed about and you find yourself just waiting on something to happen, then just stay waiting and be patient. Don't be anxious for anything. Every time I've ever been anxious, I've jumped the gun. I've gotten ahead of myself. And what's even deeper than that, I got I stepped out in front of God. I'm out there so busy trying to direct traffic in my own life, which I do not have the ability to do, that I was all in the way of what God could actually do for me. So That's my takeaway when people say don't be anxious for nothing. Because let me explain something to you. It is an amazing thing that happens in life. When one door closes for you, you simply should just walk up the hall. Because there are more doors. I am a living witness to this. God does it for me time and time and time again. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for being in a position to experience some of his favor, his grace, and his mercies. And all of you, all of you have been beneficiary, a beneficiary of his grace and mercy. All of you. Whether you knew that's what it was or not, 
But when something happens and you escape it and you and you didn't do nothing to escape it, that was God's grace and mercy that he was just shining on you. When it happened to everybody else but it didn't happen to you, that was some grace and mercy he shined on you. When it looks like you just wasn't going to get a way out and you showed up the next day and you was out of it, that was God's grace and mercy shining on you. Take advantage of that grace and mercy. The best way to take advantage of it is to be grateful. The more you're grateful for, the more things he'll give you to be grateful for. And put your eyes in the windshield instead of the rearview mirror. You cannot drive your car looking in the rearview mirror, eyes to the front. Get in the windshield, man. That's why life is. But I'll tell you, here's something that got sent to me. And it said simply something to this effect. That the life in front of you is far more important than the life behind you. <laughs> That's such a true statement. The life in front of you is far more important than the life behind you. And like I was saying the other day, what stops so many people is the things that's behind them, they keep bringing them to the forefront. I said it, and I'm going to say it again. What stops most people is they keep bringing things from their past and behind them, they keep putting them in the front, in the forefront, going over and over, picking through it, trying to learn from your mistakes. If you made it past your mistake, then you should have learned something for your mistakes. So remember this, y'all. The life in front of you is far more important than the life behind you. It really is. What has happened to you has already happened. What God got for you is on the horizon. Take a step towards him. He's always waiting. He has open arms. Talk to God. He would love to hear from you. It's a relationship that's worth starting, y'all. I cannot tell you how many times the only person I could go to with something I was going through was him, was God Almighty. God will be forever your guide and your companion. And there ain't nobody in this world that don't need both. You need guidance and you need a companion. You need somebody that you consider your friend. You need that in life. Keep your focus, stay positive, and remember, the life in front of you is far more important than the life you left behind. All right? Those are my closing remarks. That's it for me today. I want to wish you all a happy Friday. That's what we're shooting for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. It's Friday. Have a nice mm. weekend. <laughs> it's Wednesday, though. It's Wednesday, huh? It's all I just want everybody to have a good weekend. <laughs> That's all happen. you want. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you. You have a good weekend, too. <laughs> and drop the mic, by the way. Yeah, I dropped it. Mm-hmm. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a good day today. Thank y'all very much.
for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 